What if everything you thought you knew about Christmas was wrong? <gasps> Say it ain't so. That clickbaity enough for you? Amen, Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We are dispelling five of the most common misconceptions about Christmas. Yes, we're going to blow your mind here. We're going to ruin Christmas for everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I had an energy drink today and I hadn't had one in a while, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm feeling myself. Um, <laughs> anyway, I wanted to take a few minutes today, have a little fun, and inform you about five of the most popular misconceptions about the Christmas story and about what's what gets kind of canonized as this is what happened at Christmas through different interpretations, like the nativity scene or a Christmas play. There's a lot of little details that we hang on to very tightly that were actually never spelled out in the Bible. And I think we've reached a lot of these conclusions because far too many of us don't know our Bible. And so this is kind of like a trivia uh, podcast version, right? Like it's not like deep and spiritual. It's kind of more... uh, you know, little little facts and figures that you, that could be interesting to discuss. But the reason I'm doing this is to encourage you to make sure that when you read the Christmas story, that you actually read it, think deeply about it, and understand it, and you don't just rely on someone else's interpretation, someone else's rend, uh, rendition of the Christmas story as fact. You need to get in there yourself and prayerfully read over the Christian or the Christmas story this year and the first couple books of Matthew and uh, Luke specifically. And, you know, make sure that you can separate fact from interpretation. And so I got this list from the gospelcoalition.org, which is a a great Christian website I read uh, from time to time. Uh, What are the five biggest misconceptions? So number one was that there was an actual star the night Jesus was born in the sky. We all, in fact, a lot of us uh, take that star, and like I've got one of those big um, Moravian stars. I don't know if you just like a bunch of different points that I hung from uh, my front porch. It looks beautiful, but that doesn't mean that it was in the sky when when Jesus was born. By the way, this is funny because the star of Jerusalem they said was uh, visible. I don't know if any of y'all did that where you went out and looked, and uh, for like the first time in eight hundred years or something. I'm totally going off the of memory. So I don't know if this is right or not, but the, apparently the quote star of Jerusalem, uh, was visible for the first time in a long time, but it wasn't visible the night that Jesus was born. It never says that. Now they, when you look, actually read the story, the shepherds, they didn't find Jesus by the star, right? They said that you'll find him, uh, find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. That's that was the sign that they were looking for. It was the magi or the wise men that had a star to guide them in their long journey. But 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 this wasn't the night that Jesus was born. It's not like Joseph was live tweeting the birth and they hopped in an Uber and headed over there to visitation. Um, no, that's not how that worked. It took months and years sometimes to travel uh, great distances. And so uh, there was not necessarily a star in the night sky when Jesus was born. 
Uh, number two uh, of the misconceptions that we popularly hear is, is popularly, yeah, that's the word. Anyway, uh, is that there were three wise men. Speaking of those wise men, oh, another misconception is that there was three of them. The Bible never says that there was three of them. We three kings, that song says there was three of them, but that doesn't mean the Bible did. Um, the reason that they probably think that, the reason why this pro- gets uh, settled upon is because they they brought three gifts, you know, gold, frankincense, and, and myrrh. But a lot of times, by the way, gold, um, frankincense and myrrh are put together. So it really could have been two gifts, right? Or it could have been two gifts and two wise men or ten wise men and two or three gifts. All it says in Matthew 2 is that after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. That's all there is. Was there three? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, the third most popular misconception was that there was no room for them at the end, at the end, like they were going to, you know, the holiday Inn, and because uh, everybody else was chilling at the holiday Inn. I'm sorry, that that's a reference that dates me. Um, I wouldn't date me if I was singing that though, just for uh, a little extra, but um, <laughs> I'm getting off track here. And I'm, I would go back to edit this, but let's let's be honest. We're not going to do that. Uh, so just bear with me. Uh, there was no room at the end. Where does it say that? Well, in scriptures, it says that there was Luke 2.7 says uh, that he was laid in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. And we think of like a hotel or the hotel, motel, holiday. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, but actually, it can be translated uh, as just as easily that there was no room for baby Jesus in the place that they stayed. All right. That verse, that, that phrase in the, in the Greek language meant just like a, wherever you were staying. So it wasn't necessarily a third party thing. Most likely, actually, they were probably staying with some relatives of Joseph because they were coming back for the census. So it's not like they got kicked out on the street by a mean hotel manager. Uh, number four, speaking of, Jesus being laid in the manger. Uh, the fourth misconception was that Jesus was born in a barn or, or a stable, right? It did, never actually says that in scripture. Luke two, seven says he was laid in a manger, but that doesn't mean it was a barn. And it, it might seem to suggest that, but it was actually really common back in those days, uh, for a manger, for a feeding trough to be kept in the main room of village houses, uh, because the animals that they kept were often just like right outside in another room or in an adjacent room or there was a barn kind of area underneath and then the, the top level was where the people stayed. Uh, so again, most likely Joseph was, was staying with relatives and they probably had a tight, uh, cramped guest quarters that probably didn't serve a you know live birth very well. And so they had to go to the family room or the biggest area of the house to have the baby and she had to lay him in a manger because that's what was there again it's it's funny how we interpret these things to mean uh different things and i think number five uh of the on our list of misconceptions popular about christmas is uh, and this one probably most of you i would hope would know is that jesus was born on december 25th that is a misconception we celebrate his birthday on the 25th so it's logical to think that but they actually never put a precise date of when jesus was born a lot of people uh, just through history and guesses have thought that maybe march or april or may was possible uh but no one really knows for sure um 
And so, actually, there's a lot of conflicting information about why we chose December 25th to celebrate. Some think it's because uh, we wanted to have a Christian alternative to a lot of the pagan holidays uh, from hundreds of years ago. Um, But there's really not any specific evidence to that. Um, Some of the early Christians may have even thought that this was his birthday because they thought that Mary uh, got visited by the angel around March 25th just from, you know, historical records and stuff. But we don't know. But does it matter? Absolutely not. I can think of plenty of times where I celebrated Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, other holidays, uh, being a child of, of divorce uh, on, on days that were nowhere near, that weren't the actual day of, but we still celebrated because it wasn't the date on the calendar that was important. It was the people involved. It was the principle of of the day and so whether jesus was born on the 25th or not he still was born god kept his promises and he died to to save ourselves from sin and get us back into a right relationship with god and that's what matters so hey have these quiz things now you can start up conversations with your weird uncle or your creepy cousin who you don't really know what to talk about when you're visiting start off with some christmas trivia just don't be douchey about it Can I say that on my podcast? It's my podcast. I say what I want. Don't be douchey about it. Don't be rude about it. Don't be condescending. Just, hey, did you know? Just see, that might be a conversation starter for you. Uh, But don't go to the mat, right, about things that the Bible don't specifically say. Make sure that you're able to take biblical fact and separate it from your own interpretation. right, that's the overall point of today. All right, we're getting closer to Christmas, baby. It's almost here. We'll see you back with more Christmas goodness tomorrow. AmenBand.com. Get in touch with me.